This episode of Death Battlecast is brought to you by Quip. Stay tuned for more information later in the show. Hey! Hello, and welcome <laughs> to the Death Battlecast. Uh, the first one technically recorded this year. Hey, we made hey. it. Hey, happy new year. Another everybody. year. Thank it's, you guys for watching. It's 2020, and we got 20 episodes of Death Battle coming this year. Nice. Super exciting. 20 in 2020. Yes. Uh, hi, I'm Ben. I'm uh, the voice of Wiz. I'm Sam. That's your cue. <laughs> God damn it. I'm New here. Year, same old shit. Whole year. Uh, I'm Josh. Yeah. Uh, what do you do, Josh? Just in uh, case. Write and edit and stuff. Great. Cool. I'm Shadow. I play Boomstick. <laughs> We work on death battle. What we do, do you want, things man? sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. But specifically, if someone who's tuning in hasn't seen Jocelyn Cast before and wanted to know what he contributes to the death battle episodes, <laughs> yeah. it would be nice for you to say what you do. Sam at least has been here so many goddamn times that they probably know by now. But you've only said it probably ten times correctly. So I'm currently writing and I guess producing an episode of Death Battle. There we are. <laughs> episode ten. It'll be good. <laughs> Spoilers. Jeez. Yeah. Is that all I needed to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, the episode episode was be good. Well, if I'm gonna be more honest, episode ten. I hope it's good. <laughs> Is that all I needed to do this whole time? Was just explain why it's important. <laughs> hey, Chad, can you know. please introduce yourself? I already did. He did. No. Did you? Did you? For you. Whatever. Hundred percent did. But I'll do it again. Hey, I'm Chad. I'm the voice of Boomstick. <sighs> Fuck it. It's 2020. We're. Going I guarantee in you, crazy. it's there. <laughs> We're going right. in exactly like we always fucking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Be gone. There so we go. We, what do we talk about <laughs> so, in 2020? Well, we have announced the first episode. We did it on the uh, last episode of Death Broadcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Yeah. That's how this works. Yeah, because we already um, got some really cool fan art. Yeah. Uh, so the first episode is. I'm still figuring out how to title this, because technically we should title it Spider-Man versus Static. Static. But, but people know him as Static Shock, even though that's not his actual... Right. Yeah. The more popular brand is Static Shock, even though that's not his name. And it's also not Peter Parker Spider-Man, as Miles Morales. So do we title this Miles Morales versus Static Shock? Probably not. Probably Miles Morales versus Static. Uh, that's the, that, that's the next episode. Miles versus Static. Yeah, well, so the problem that we're always screwing is because, like, yeah, you're right. For, like, search engine optimization and, like, you know, the general populace, it would be way better to title it yeah. Spider-Man versus Static Shock. But because of the nature of what our show is, then every goddamn comment will be like, um, actually, it's supposed, it's just static? That's a comment? Like, <laughs> uh, we, we yeah, go ahead and Google just static and see if you get your boy. Like, <laughs> you won't. You won't. Right. <laughs> You'll Fucking get a static shock because yeah. we, we Google. Thank yeah. Google. Don't be mad at us. <laughs> yeah, we got a little it's bit Google. of flag for that when we did uh, Pokemon versus Digimon mm -hmm. a few years back because uh, it was titled Pokemon versus Digimon because... People aren't searching Charizard versus Greymon, right? Per se, or War Greymon, right? Like I, I don't even know which one we were supposed to put in the title. But everybody has a different opinion of what that episode should be called, so it's just Pokemon versus Digimon. See, now I'm seeing a Sif Fighter in the chat. Just Miles versus Static. Yeah, but who's Miles? Like, right, I'm just like like, <laughs> like Miles yeah, Luna. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess they both have crazy tech and whatnot, so it's fine. See, that's uh, fun about titling is you have to think about when, like, some random person on the internet who knows nothing about Death Battle or whatever sees a thing, will it be interesting to them, right? Yeah. And it's a little different from titling, like, a book or a movie. Like, a lot of the same uh, rules still apply, like, the idea is to get people to get interested in your, your content based on just the title. But for Ooh, a Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, that's, that's true. Well, technically, there's two Ultimate Spider-Man. Whatever. One of them of is, is Peter Parker. Right. Yeah. So. But <laughs> I, no, I like that though. I think that's a good suggestion from Sif. That is. That it, is a good suggestion. If uh, it's named, if it's titled would, Ultimate Spider-Man, you get credit a little bit. Though. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's probably just like, gonna be one really long title. But Miles it, Morales versus Static. I think it's Miles Morales versus Static Shock. <laughs> Marvel's Spy Ultimate Spider-Man versus DC's Static Shock. Please watch. Smiley face. You won't believe what Death happens. Battle. Like, you Lamau. won't believe what happens. Doctor Hater. All right. Well, <laughs> five tricks <laughs> uh, to get your superhero off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're super excited for this episode. We've wanted to bring uh, Miles, uh, both and Miles and Static, into a death battle for a long time, and this is one of the matchups. One of the, both of their uh, most requested matchups for sure. Uh, and with Spider Verse coming out recently in the last year, right? Like, yeah. Totally helped blow up the popularity of Miles Morales, which is great for us. Uh, so oh, that figured so it's good. about time so to good. bring him in. And also, 
Um, I would wait for the best superhero movie. Whoa. Of all time? Superhero wow. movie, just period. Yeah. I mean, it's really It's definitely up there. It's better yeah, than all the Avengers. I think it's better than all the fucking Marvel movies. Mm. I think it is just the best superhero movie. Interesting. I, yeah. I think it's definitely up there. Maybe Dolph Lundgren Punisher. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's the, like, maybe the best <laughs> comic book superhero movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah comic yeah, book yeah, is yeah, a yeah. good adjective yeah, yeah, yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other superheroes, but... Either way, we're, we're super excited for this episode. Uh, we've been working on it for quite a while now. We've been knee-deep in the uh, Season 7 production for several months at this point. Um, mm. But this animation is coming to you from uh, Luis, Zach, and Kid, Gus, who we've recently brought on uh, in office to help uh, the, two, the two whiz genius 2D animators, Luis and Zach. <laughs> uh, so it's, the, it, it's a trio now. and. Damn, they're doing so good with it. Like they're bringing some of that Spider Verse like imagery to to Miles and like Static. If you've watched the TV show, like Static's awesome, right? But holy shit, you get into the comics for Static and his powers go nuts. Yeah, yeah. like the dude has some weird ass powers. <laughs> uh, so it's gonna be a really fun animation, and uh, the music for it's actually coming from. Uh, uh, for the first time ever, we are combining the forces of JT Machinima, Omega Sparks, and Swats. It's gonna be real good. Oh wow, real good track. Cool. Um, so I'm I'm really he, looking forward to this. JT Machinima writes the best hooks. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. yeah, they're so good. Or I guess JT Music now. Sorry, we still know them as. Oh yeah, I yeah. guess it is JT Music. Whatever. Yeah. We've been in this. If you don't know who they are, look them up. They're, uh, <laughs> there's some really great dudes, and they make really cool music. Uh, but as you mentioned, we we do have some fan art. I believe some of this is Miles. One of this might be Miles Static. One I don't know what the other one is. Let's go ahead and bring up the first one from I think Carbot. <laughs> Oops. Sam Swivels' okay. chair and kicks the TV. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's pretty sweet. Cool. This cool. is fucking dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> really and cool. it may or may not be kind of similar to something that does happen in the fight. But Interesting. You did fuck up the shoes. Really, well, Sam? Well. <laughs> really? Yeah. You all just right. gonna, you're gonna throw that out there right away? We all noticed, but no one said anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all, so good though. Like, oh, it's so cool. It's so great. It's awesome. Oh, it might even be like close to a shot that we're doing in the fight. Fucked up the shoes. Well, it's like <laughs> it's like fucking Miles is like most iconic thing. Is it? Yes. I could not tell you what shoes Miles wears. Like, could okay, not right now. Fuck yourself. But, but the first time right? ever. But Sam, I've never spent comments? more than like eighty dollars on shoes. Did you watch the movies? The shoes yeah. have hero shots in the movie. <laughs> sure. I don't like. It's like. But I don't care about the character shoes. Drag over. Okay. How much? Yeah. What's the most you've ever spent on a pair of shoes? A lot of money, Chad. <laughs> How much is a lot? Uh, like on a single pair? Yeah. Like five hundred ish. Oh. Yeah. Wow. But. Jeez. Yeah. It's, Was it worth it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to have some fucking Chicago Jordan ones, like. I go. couldn't even tell you what that means. <laughs> it's literally this shoe. Yeah, I pointed at but it. But white oh, and red. Really? <laughs> but red, yeah. Yeah, white, red, black. No, it's well, just white, red. Chicago's just white, red. Carbonated, what's the name? Carbonated. They even uh, made, no. they even made like a... Carbonated like a James, god damn it, your art. Self-stipled version it's of too, it when the really movie good. came out. Yeah. Very good. Like the movie literally had a Okay, let's move on from the shoes. Okay. It's the most iconic point of the character. is dope. Uh, we got another piece from uh, Tyscope. Let's go ahead but and find about these art. shoes. I'm not shitting on the artist. I'm just saying the Ooh, shoes. Are what about these shoes? Well, Sam. boomsticks missing one. That's pretty good. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. So, no, so, uh, so oh, that's awesome. Like Classic little bit from one of our best episodes from last year. That's really cool. There's just a little bit of butt cheek hanging down on Deadpool too. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we're pointing out really minor things. Like also, it what other fit can we do? Pinkie Pie looks deranged. That look yeah. in her eye, like she is like kind of her thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is great. That's really. Why do really the ponies weird. all have like tramp stamps? They're called cutie marks, first of all. Yikes! And it's a whole big thing because you get your cutie mark when you discover what your purpose is. I have a daughter. Uh, Watched a lot of My Little Pony. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, we've also. Put ponies into death that three too. times. That too, but for some the, reason. Yeah. Do they each have different marks? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're everybody has they're, their own unique so special her mark. Purpose finding is their balloons? like special talent. So well, that symbolizes partying. <laughs> like her whole thing is parties. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. The the ponies do not get to choose their own fate. They are all predestined. Ponies that do Body not have parties. a mark are derogatorily called blank flanks, and they're made fun yeah. of a lot, and it's sad. Because it's on Can the you flank. rebel against your mark? 
Do whatever you want. I think there was a storyline. You'll have to ask Gerardo on that, but I think there was somebody who had a mark and they didn't want to. How many people I will not do you think get those, <laughs> like, get flank marks on their ass because of this show? Oh, I guarantee you. Oh, my God. I guarantee you some See, people okay. have some cutie I'm, marks. I'm sure there are plenty yeah. of people who get their specific, like, favorite cutie mark or whatever as a tattoo, like, on their arm or whatever, but you're specifically but asking, on asking on their Hey, Brian, butt. will you Google cutie mark oh, tattoos? No. Maybe Dennis? not. Maybe don't no, do it. No, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I've, I've already seen three balloon nuts. I Just guarantee you there oh, is like a tramp stamp one. <laughs> Yo, absolutely, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Well, anyway, back to the art. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Very good. It's really yeah, good. It's super good. I love it. I like it a lot. Uh, I love it. You thank you guys. All the styles together very well. well thank you for sending. Yeah, like yeah, the, really the art did. style for this is really neat. Really neat. Uh, thank you for sending these to us. Uh, if you if you have something like this that you want us to see and maybe show off on Death Battle Cast, just let us know using hashtag Death Battle Cast on Twitter. Send us uh, send it to us there. Um, I think that's we don't really have a whole lot to discuss regarding season seven so far. Um, but uh, the first episode. Did you announce the air date? We, we did. Yeah, but okay. the the first episode will air uh, January twenty sixth. Uh, that's a Sunday. For first members, and then that Monday, the 27th, it comes out on YouTube. So the scheduling is a little different now. Mm -hmm. um, for first members, get it on Sundays, every two Sundays, starting on the 26th, and then it comes out on YouTube the following Monday, uh, 24 hours later, which is which is awesome. We're very excited about that. Uh, and and the way previews are going to work now, uh, because we're doing every two weeks, is both previews will still be happening. Uh, to, to help start, start that discussion that we know a lot of you love to have. Uh, and they will be coming out, the first one will come out the week before. So that Sunday and Monday will be the first preview, and then I believe Wednesday and Thursday will be the second preview of the week before. So everything, we're still doing everything. I we're not, like you need we're not to make an anything. infographic. <laughs> there it is! Oh my god. Can yeah, we show I guess, this? I guess that's is the that, flank, right? Is that, is that Twilight or is that, that's Twilight's. Yeah, I nailed it. Yeah, that's that's oh, the point. Somebody definitely nailed it. Sorry. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boo. Boo. No. Gerardo, we know you have one. Because <laughs> your flank is like the most. Which it one goes do you from think like back here up to the side of your uh -huh. hip, right? So that does make sense. Uh -huh. Blank what? flanks. That's rude, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's the next mud blood. I do think yeah. I'm gonna shit talk people and call them that now, though. She's just flank, 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 but was yeah, just fucking hit him with that Earl shit. Just fucking flank, flank. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds rough. <laughs> fucking it, when flank, you can get a, flank. doesn't have a tattoo. When you get a derogatory yeah. insult that rhymes, like oh, it just, uh, it really hammers it in. The core. Yeah, yeah. It's not, not, not one of those lazy ones either. It's a good one. Flank, flank. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing My Little Pony did right, it was introduce a derogatory term. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was the point of the episode. Not <laughs> yeah. that it should be all acceptance of everybody, regardless of whether they found their oh, talent or boy. not. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, so we're going to do things a little differently this episode because we haven't had a chance to talk about Star Wars. And I believe some of us have some things we want to talk about. Yeah. So, and by that, I mean Ben has to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I, I, I have an hour-long rant that I need to get to. So uh, we're going to start with... dude. I, the community I, death battle right now. I didn't even think about it. Quip wants you to know one thing about dental care, and that's that good habits make you good. Simple as that. If you got good brushing habits, your teeth are going to be pretty good. And let me tell you, I fully believe in it, and I love my Quip. I didn't go to the dentist for eight years, started using a Quip, and then went to the dentist, and they're like, your mouth's good which is a miracle, and I will give Quip full credit for this miracle. It was literally one of the most exciting things of 2019 for me. And uh, you can, you know, get this wonderful excitement as well by going to getquip.com slash cast right now, and you'll even get your first refill pack. Did I mention that they all have little refill packs that come every three months? You put them in your brush, you got a new battery, you got a fresh breath. It's wonderful. They give you toothpaste. That's the paste you put on your brush to put on your teeth. It seems like you can skip one step, put it on your teeth, then brush it in, but no, don't worry about it. Do it the way they tell you to do it. And you can start using it now by going to getquip.com cast right now, and then you'll get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com cast. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash cast. Quip, the good habits company. 
Brian's taking no shit in 2020. He's like, delay this episode, Boom, delay, delay this segment, that. my ass. Um, I should have brought Blaine on. That would have been great. You guys, I would. I, I've always wanted to see you and Blaine talk Star Wars, because you two are the biggest Star Wars fans and nerds that I know. Well, maybe another time. Do you know if he liked we this could, movie? I think he did. I think he did. According to the tweets. According to the tweets. Uh, I need to talk to him. Anyway, <laughs> Santa Santa. Yeah. Um, so this versus was, Jesus. As always with the community death battle, we oh jeez, we uh, we leave it up to you guys to let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag death battle cast on Twitter. So this this time, we had the DC Comics Santa Claus versus the Marvel Santa Claus. Um, I I looked into these characters a little bit because I knew a little bit about the Marvel one. I wasn't too familiar with the DC one. Same. Turns out he's weird because there is no one DC Santa. Was it Santa Claus? There's there's a bunch of them. Uh, some <laughs> of them like are Tim evil. Allen, maybe. Yeah. Some of them are dead. He's like an idea that exists in dreams. <laughs> Great. He's Freddy anyway, Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Anyway, uh, um, let's uh, let's bring up the first answer from Phantom Anime. Is that what this is? Yes. So he says a DC Santa wins because he has traveled to Apocalypse in order to deliver Darkseid a lump of coal and escape alive while avoiding a bunch of his traps to and from <laughs> and escaping Darkseid's Omega Beams, which were hard to evade. How how many, like, the fucking Omega Beam thing pisses me off all right. the time, because it's like, right. no one can possibly avoid the Omega no Beams, and no then it's one. like, somehow this person has avoided the me- Omega Beams, and this Batman, guy, and this guy. A regular like, man. Right. Like, <laughs> can do it. Can ridiculous. <laughs> what? I don't think we should call Batman a regular man ever. Right. Like that's not a realistic. But theoretically, he's scale, he should be at the bottom. Yeah, but he's Physically, not. Yeah. Like, but it's just a physical at, thing. He's, at this he's point, they just need to be like, now he's developed yeah. super omega beams, <laughs> <laughs> and these are actually unavoidable until the next time they write it and they go, well, fuck, we can't just kill a main character. Uh, okay, so we do have an answer. Um, for the other Santa from Sonic Guru. Uh, and he says, going, from, going with Marvel Santa. While DC Santa may be faster, Marvel Santa has shown the ability to instantly teleport people, mind wipe them, and turn people into action figures, ignoring disability. He also erased any evidence Durability. of Cerebro, discovering he was the most powerful m- mutant mm-hmm, ever. Mm-hmm. We did a desk of on that very issue. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He's got the Infinity Gauntlet? The Infinity Gauntlet like, possessed him or something like that. He didn't have full control over it. Like, he wasn't able to control it or something like that. Got I'm not entirely sure what the full story of that one is. But if he can uh, mind wipe people and turn them into action figures, then, like, what the fuck? Are you so, doing? Santa, in, like, the concept of Santa makes so much more sense in a world where there's, like, actual superheroes. Because mm-hmm. yep. in the real world, if anyone got a package from Santa that they didn't know, but, like, if a package showed up under your tree that literally no one in your household knew about, you would, like, call the cops or something. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't be like, a, oh, but, but... TSA rules apply. We would know, like, the definitive evidence of Santa being there would be so grand, and it would be like, oh, how the fuck is yeah. this happening? But if you can mess but, with Yeah, mind. but if there's all this shit, then you're just like, oh, yeah, we good, like... Yeah. Oh, I did get that for you. Yeah, it's just this <laughs> jolly-ass old mutant who can go real fast, and he likes making toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and... and DC Santa. So what I discovered about DC Santa, there, so Saint Nick uh, did exist in their continuity, but he died, and at some point John Constantine found his remains and snorted them. <laughs> this Dude, is what I read on the DC Wiki. Fucking stupid things about comics. Interesting. You'll line up a rail that Saint Nick, <laughs> but he was Santa Claus and eventually died. However, there are still Santa Clauses who appear every so often. And supposedly, Lobo kills one of them. I do remember the Lobo exchange. But he still exists later on, so he keeps dying and coming back. So what that means, I don't know, is are there like avatars of Santa Claus? Is he, is he indestructible? <laughs> is it the idea that just keeps coming back, he can't die? Or is it like Sam said, is it a Santa Claus where you know somebody else is <laughs> There's There's one comic where them? Superman meets him in a dream, and then when he wakes up, there's a gift. At the foot of his bed what from Santa, at a Kryptonian toy that no one would be able to give him except for Santa. That's messed up. So, that's wild. He met him in a dream. So Santa in the DC universe is exactly what the DC universe is all about, making no goddamn sense. Yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like uh, Mr. Mixel Mixel or the story okay, vampires. Real quick. Mix- is it Mixel? That's what I thought. Mixel Spitlick, right? Yeah. 
That's what it is. It is because I sure. I always remember the animated episode where he it was he's voiced by Gilbert Gottfried of all people. Yeah. <laughs> and he explains casting. and he exp- yeah, explains how to say his name and his mixel spit he spits on his hand and then lick. Yeah. It's yeah. a thing. He does a blender thing, mix. Yeah, mixel spit lick. Anyway. Weird. <laughs> we need to vote on who we think will win. So, oh, so just, to, uh, just to clarify for Marvel Santa, yeah, he is an Omega level mutant, the most powerful mutant. At one point, Xavier spots him on, I think it's Xavier, spots him on Cerebro and is like, we gotta go find this super powerful mutant. And Santa's like, nah, bro, I'm gonna wipe your mind that you ever knew I existed. Literally, not Cerebro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's super powerful and can teleport all over the world and whatnot. Marvel Santa. Marvel Santa. I, I I just can to say DC <laughs> just because DC bad writing stronger characters. <laughs> um, God, I guess I'm gonna have to go with DC too, just because there's more of an unknown there, and I feel like Marvel sure. Santa's gonna have more limits than whatever DC Santa's gonna do. But as always, it's up to you guys. We got a poll from you. Do we want to guess what the poll is? I have no idea what. Oh, I think it's definitely Marvel. The poll is going to lean Marvel. Think so? Well, yeah. then again, I mean, like we do, like DC characters are traditionally strong, stronger. Yeah. yeah, but everybody likes Marvel more. This is true. Okay, so let's see, see what you guys uh, voted. Yeah. What do you know? Marvel. Santa. Marvel won. I mean, it was a little close, but Marvel wins. All right. At least we have relevant emojis this time. <laughs> Wait, what is that? It's a punching. It's a boxing glove. A boxing glove? Yeah. Because they fighting. But the other one's got a tree. A tree. Well, yeah, you, you can swing a tree. Christmas ones. That's fine. Yeah. I feel like that's all gravy. <laughs> Whatever. Like, what are the boxing what other have options do you have? No, it's about them fighting. Yeah. Oh, or maybe it's just the closest like they could get to a red glove. Maybe it's a mitten. <laughs> Chad is right. It was just the closest thing to a mitten. Got it. <laughs> gotcha. All right. All right. Just wait to right. see who will find it. <laughs> yep. Cool. Okay. Uh, so, oh, shit. We needed to come up with a new. Oh, okay. I have one. Oh, we, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Are, we, are we gonna do it at the end of the episode, or are we gonna do it now? We can do it right yeah. now. Yeah. So you remember I was trying to throw it out there, but then we had all the weird like pre-recording stuff uh, sure. that I wanted to bring my friend Christina on to debate a very serious topic. Well, would Christina be able to come on next week? Probably. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna say yes, and so now she has to do it. <laughs> all right. um, I like it, yeah. So I like the contract. She has watched The Office. So goddamn much that she can quote like every line from that entire show, and so we started talking about it about like what is there? I was like, is there even a character in the office that you would want to see in, like a death battle or something like that? And she was like Dwight, and so yeah, then we so we good. talked about it, and we thought it'd be really fun to do Dwight from the Office versus Ron from Parks and Rec. Wow, yeah, Dwight's gonna get fucked. Interesting. <laughs> Dwight has a lot of weapons. See, that's true. That's true. That's true. a lot of weapons true. sitting around the office. But and I was like, and that's fun because we haven't we yes. we haven't really done like TV sitcom characters. Yeah, ever. Okay. Let's also, do it. I'm gonna like I because I don't think The Office is a very good show past season three. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Parks and Rec is awesome. Parks and Rec. Yeah, oh, right. definitely a much better show. Uh, yeah, I think I'm down. you misheard me. <laughs> what I actually <laughs> asked for. Was all of your bacon <laughs> still one of my <laughs> favorite lines of that whole show? All right. Um, okay, I guess we're doing Dwight Schrute versus Ron Swanson as the next community yeah. death battle. Sweet. Uh, so as always, we'll put up a poll on uh, the death battle Twitter at death battle. You can vote uh, whenever that goes up later this week, uh, and let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag death battle cast, and we will discuss it on the episode next week. Um, But right now, it's time to talk about what's going on with this Star Wars shenanigans. Everybody here has seen, everybody here has seen the movie, right? No! What the f- You (laughs) haven't seen it? No, man. I have children and I saw it. I know, I've had guests in town and shit, and it's been like a pain in the ass. Also, everybody, everybody sees it like night one, oh, yeah. and like I was really busy, and then so nobody's around to go see it with me. Can you so. guess what happens? <laughs> um, take a swing. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I, wanna I see. mean, Palpatine's back, and like he's like using somebody's body to do some puppetry shit. Cause that so you've is heard a few things. 
No, I'm just, that was my guess. I, I oh, saw the trailer. I, I saw the trailer, and the trailer was very much like you hear Palpatine, and yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's some shit. <laughs> the dead you would speak. Do. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Palpatine has literally been a fucking puppeteer for the last eight, so why is he gonna not on the ninth? I feel like, uh, yeah. What was and that? Then probably, like, it's like in like yeah. It's is either Ray or Kylo. I don't know which one. And then the the other one uses the has like the force can be good or bad. And then they break out of it. And they're like no more evil bad man. And then that's probably the show. It's pretty close. That's pretty yeah. close. <laughs> actually, yeah. Like it's not like they're gonna they're gonna do some predictable ass shit. Yeah, it's not super complicated. So yeah. I will say that if we are gonna talk about the movie, it will be difficult to do so without getting into spoilers. But <laughs> no, we're probably well, talking about spoilers. <clears throat> um, so long as Sam is okay with that. Yeah, wait, let me shoot it. I just fucking like. There's no way I'm gonna avoid it any longer. Whatever. It's okay. January. The CPM's super low, so yeah. <laughs> they all dip out now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what matters the most. I just can't I'm shut off that part of my brain. Wait uh, until it hits Disney Plus. Probably. I gotta make that fucking seven dollars worth it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, Dude, there's so much good on Disney Plus, man. I mean, I mean, Lauren original right. stuff, not so much, but yeah, yeah, like I don't need to be watching none of this old shit. Like, <laughs> well, it's great. Okay, no, there's plenty of stuff, just none of it I really want to watch. Dude, my like, Kira and Logan both fucking love Ducktales, both the new one and the oh, old yeah. one. We're watching yeah. the shit out of it. Is the new one on Plus? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. It better be. That's cool. It better be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let, let, let's uh, let's discuss. So real quick, rise of Scott. So what real quick before, before we go into it all, let's just do overall thoughts, right? I'll start. We're gonna end on you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with a solid B. So like, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. I thought it was a lot better than the previous movie. And I did rewatch the previous movie for a second time, and I didn't hate it quite as much. But I still am very mad about the giant plot hole. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was really fun. Uh, there were a couple things though that was just like, <laughs> you you just have to kind of. Get past that it. it's like it's not like a masterpiece of cinematic work. Yeah. And it was just it the whole thing just goes along with basically like, uh-oh, a problem. We need the thing. Well, let's go get the thing. thing. We did it. That problem is solved. Ah, but there's another problem. I hope you go get the thing again. <laughs> it's like, I will. Yeah. I'll get this other thing to solve my problem. Yeah. Um it was but, a lot of fetch quests. Yeah, and there was a lot of a lot of fan service. That they did in this one, you could tell they were trying to make up for some of the gripes, you know, like a couple of things like, "Hey, here's your one shot with Ewoks." Like, here's your like, <laughs> they throwing it out. But there were some like really cool moments, like, "Oh my god," with the crossed lightsabers and like, man, the drop behind her back and like all like. There's a lot of moments that just like really got like me really hyped, and I just like I left the theater being like, "That was cool. That was fun. That was an enjoyable experience. I'm glad I watched it." Yeah, I agree. It was really fun. I, I enjoyed the experience for sure, but I think it's the weakest of the three of the new films. That's where I would put it. Like, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I liked eight a lot, and I liked seven. This I feel like is underneath seven for me. Like eight, seven, six is where I would put it. Mm -hmm. I just don't think. Yeah, it's a lot of fetch quests. It's not the most sophisticated storytelling. You like seven the most? Eight, no, no, no. Eight, eight, the oh, most. eight, seven, six. That's what he meant. Wait. Yeah, that's the one. Eight is last. You, eight is the last one. Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. I, I the really one that I hate. Jedi. Eight. The, the yeah. What? yeah, I like that one. Okay, the best. so <laughs> my thing about eight is I think everything except for the dumb like casino world stuff. Not that like any of that's shot poorly or anything like that, but everything aside from that plot line is pretty great in eight. Yeah, I like it all. Yeah. And I'm uh, bummed I that love what they do. I love what they do with stuff. Luke. The fucking end of eight is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like I think that's the best way any Star Wars movie ends. Like I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of eight is really good. I think it is messy. All the shit with the casino and all that shit, and like the it's, fucking going into light speed to blow up like everything. That is make a lot trash, of sense when you though. think about right. it. Right, and that's what makes. But it's also like it's the weird. Is, the in the chase, chase, like literally, they should have just been like. Oh yeah, I remember the fucking first two episodes of Battlestar Galactica and how that's like the best fucking piece of TV or like cinema history ever. Let's just do that because that's fucking really good, guys. And they were like, nah, let's just make like boring and dumb and like not make any sense. Like it is, they could have literally any just done the Battlestar Galactica one of thing the and it would have been fucking amazing. Just jumped a light speed ahead of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that, that's why like in Battlestar they have that exact thing and they're like, oh well. 
they jump again before they can like, cause they jump to them and then they jump again and they jump, they're just jumping and jumping and jumping so that they don't know to jump ahead of them or anything like right. that, right? But they couldn't do that, like, right? They would run out of fuel. Right, cause they run out of fuel. The resistance couldn't do that, but the first, one of the biggest right. thing, one of my biggest issues with this entire trilogy is I never really understood what the First Order was. Motivations are, yeah. True. Like, well specifically, yeah. did they own the galaxy or were they just like this small little cult? Because Good question. The Last Jedi, kind of implies that it's just a small little cult of like five ships and it's fighting this other group of like three ships and 30 people. <laughs> it's like, Palpatine's why does like, any of this really matter? I have a planet of destroyers. Well, then there's, there's <laughs> another thing. So this movie, the, the end of The Last Jedi uh, then implies that the First Order owns the entire fucking galaxy. Right. Because nobody comes yeah. to help the resistance. Yeah. Uh, Until later. <laughs> so like if they own the whole galaxy, why couldn't they summon another <laughs> ship in front of the, the rebel ships? But whatever. Um, uh, generally speaking, I think the ideas behind that chase were pretty good. Um, I like what they did with Poe for the most part. I wish Finn was with them the whole time, um, as yeah. opposed to going to the casino planet, but I generally like the, especially the stuff they try to do with the Force. Ryan Johnson has a really good concept for the Force um, and, and what the Jedi should be, and I really liked what he was leading towards and then this movie kind of shat all over that. Oh, they did uh, 100%. They really did. Yo, okay, we know that shit. Like, is the fucking light speed <laughs> shot from the end of that movie. And, like, I mean, it looks visually, it is spectacular. It's stellar, yeah, it's very cool. It's cool as fuck. So, and the, be the beginning of this, this one. This awesome moment where, like, kind of the whole time you're like, this lady doesn't get it. And then you're like, oh, no, she gets it so much. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, it's fucking stupid because why aren't they just blasting TIE fighters into these ships like kamikaze style? So it's they really, literally open this big next, plot holes in. They open the next movie with them being like, just kidding. That was like a really rare occurrence that almost never is possible. And like, oh, look, oh, yeah. the money is like Falcon a free compare, Like, we need to pull some hold on maneuvers. <laughs> like, ah, it's a one in a million no shot. shot. Yeah. Which I don't understand why people have such a problem with that. I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, it's because I, then it's, maybe it's the whole Death Star thing. So of, you, you watched Last Jedi recently, right? Mm -hmm. Was there any mention of whether or not the Snoke's ship had shields up? I don't think so. They did that because if I if I recall correctly, they dropped their shields in order to match speed with the rebel ships because the rebel ships are faster. So they got to put all their juice into oh, the engines. I don't remember. I, I could be wrong, but if I recall, that's why they're completely defenseless as the ship turns around, blasts through. I also think if you're a small because rebellion with limited resources, you can't just chuck all your ships yeah. at the <laughs> at the enemy ship. Yeah. You left with no ships. Well, you have fucking droids. The, the, the joke was, well, why didn't they just do that against the Death Star? And then right. in Return of the Jedi, it's like a major plot point that if they fly towards the Death Star, their ships are just gonna get splattered against its shield. Its shields. So, sure. sure, until you get past the shield, like they did, and then do it. <laughs> Piloted by a droid. No one dies. Death Star explode. But it wouldn't yeah. destroy the Death Star. What 100% would destroy the Death Star? Moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> Two bolts no fired moon. down a pipe blew it up. Like, yeah, because it went to because of a serious flaw in its design. But anyway, <laughs> we need to get to we need to get to the yeah, movie. We need to get. I to, haven't given my opinion. I know. Yet. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Um, I have very mixed feelings about the movie. But generally speaking, I think the first two thirds is really fun. Uh, I think it's a mess. I oh, yeah. think it tries to jam in too much, and there are it's parts so that are really annoying, but overall, if you just take it at face value, you can have a really fun time watching it. Once they get to Exegol, shit just falls apart. Yeah. I think the whole movie just plummets after that. Um, but <laughs> up until right before then, <laughs> just plug it's kind of fun. Just plug in your quarter inch into this triangle and it'll take you right to the cis home world. Everyone needs that for the whole movie to get to Exegol, but then at the end, every ship in the galaxy can find it. Well, didn't they like, didn't they right, say, right, no, they did. She sent a thing out that's like, she's showing us where Exegol is. But then couldn't someone have done that at some point in the history of the galaxy? Like, it just only the it's Sith such a big deal that only, you could only get there with this little thing. But well, you only know how to get there right. with this little thing. Right, yeah. Because, like, I, I don't, I'm not entirely it, sure what's going like, on. There's a big storm like, around it or something. Cosmic crazy shit, like black holes and... There's, the, there's one line where Poe's like, this has everything around this planet. Black holes, like nebulas, like this is a crazy system where there's only one way through it all. It's basically the exact same thing that happened in Solo where with the, with the Kessel Run. And it was like, there's only one uh, way through the yeah, Kessel Run. It, and then Han takes the ship. It's the exact same thing, <laughs> except nobody has charted this Kessel Run. And that's what Rey does. 
Yeah. So, mm-hmm. man, I just realized it's the exact same fucking thing as I'm that's, Well, that's what they do. Uh, I also love that Dominic Monaghan's character was there just to be yeah, like. Yeah, Mary Brandy Book just like shows up out of nowhere. Dude, he just wa- he, yeah, he's just like, I'm here and this exposition is needed. And then he goes away. <laughs> that, I, oh, I was so bummed. But like, give that exposition to Rose. If well, you're not gonna do anything, all right. Talk. I want to talk a little bit about. Oh that. yeah, they screwed Rose over. Okay, yeah, so so there's a couple things. Uh, so Rose specifically, I'm really annoyed by this, and and a lot of people I think are aware that Kelly Marie Tran got a lot of shit and like racist and horrible mm-hmm. uh, uh, harassment based on not herself but her character. In, in the last movie, and Rose, I think, is a fine character. It's just this casino plot thing in Last Jedi is weird and stupid. So, uh, well, no, and they do a really good job of setting up like with the whole necklace and stuff. Like, you get you quickly are like, she gives a shit, I give a shit. Like, they do a good job of setting her character up, no yeah. doubt. I really like everything about her and her sister, and also the DJ character, the like not Han Solo from Last Jedi. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Um, but like all the casino stuff was like, what? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Uh, so only one person that I know of in the galaxy can possibly do this, and it's this guy who is clearly there. Oh, just kidding! By sheer happenstance, Benicio del Toro is in prison with you, and can also do it. Kind of. Yeah, it's one hundred percent because then they cut. He they almost failed. Showed the dude he with the failed. fucking plume. Yeah, whatever. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> either way, she got a lot of shit for it. She had to like remove her entire social media presence and whatnot. Oh and damn! And so this yeah. this does kind of, the way she was written out, essentially, does kind of feel like it's either Lucasfilm or Abrams, like, conceding to that. We're just being like, we don't want to deal with it. And it's like, well, a lot of these people who harassed her are probably feeling justified now. Like, yeah, they agree with me. Right. She's the That's worst. The she should yeah, be Yeah, we some movies. old bullshit. And I, yeah. I hate that. Especially she since... She was absolutely fine. It was just the scenes she was written into were kind of fucking dumb. The, well, I'm sure a lot of people are using the argument that well, there's a there's a lot of shit happening in this movie, right? And there's a lot of characters, and it's like, well, she doesn't she doesn't necessarily have a role to play. There's a lot of things going on. We got to focus on these other characters. It's like, sure, I can kind of understand that, except they do set up a role for her early on in the film. Um, the reason why she doesn't travel with the trio is she says like Leia has ordered me to study these old Star Destroyer models because Palpatine has a bunch of old Star Destroyers from the original mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. So wait, like, when does Palp show up? Right off the bat. Oh, like immediately? Like it's literally the first scene. Oh, the op- basically, the opening crawl is the dead speak, and he's back. Yeah, it's like the, the voice of Emperor Palpatine. I want to talk about that, but real quick, yeah. I want to finish this. So she's told, or she says, she's going to focus on the old Star, uh, Star Destroyer models, right? It's like, okay, cool. She has something that she might do later. At the end of the film, they're standing on an old Star Destroyer model, and there's all this shit happening, and somehow they drop all their shields or whatnot, and then... Uh, 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 Finn magically realizes, hey, their shields are down because we took out this tower. We can take control of this gun and destroy the Star Destroyer. Shoot the big tower. And I'm like, (laughs) how do you know that? That should have been her. Since previously, there's a scene where they enter a Star Destroyer, one of the new Star Destroyers, to find Chewbacca, and they ask Finn, hey, Finn, do you know anything about Star Destroyers? And he's like, nope. (laughs) He straight up establishes he doesn't know anything about these things. No, I mean, he put it together because he saw the little tower blow up. So naturally, we blow a big tower. (laughs) It gets more radius. How does he know how to take control of the tower, of the the turret? That I can understand. Well, no, he was a janitor, wasn't he? Yeah. (laughs) He he has no technical experience. It just sort of happens. It's like, it feels like you set this up for Rose to be next to him, but then you introduce this Janna character. And now she's inside daughter. Who is Lando's daughter? Uh, it was a weird but not, scene. It's not oh, confirmed dude, it looked like he was hitting on her right. so was, hard. I know, so a weird. lot of people interpreted that, it that way. But apparently, <laughs> there, are, there are a couple things that have been established. This movie is set up for... It's weird. Well, let's find out. This, this movie is set up <laughs> for later products. Oh, Lando. They yeah, introduce yeah, a lot yeah. of things or make... It's, it's kind of similar to the prequels in a way in that, in that regard, in that the prequels made a lot of mistakes... And a lot of the books and TV shows and stuff afterwards were dedicated to fixing those mistakes mm-hmm. or explaining them. Yeah. Uh, and so it kind of weirdly helped sell those pieces of content because people wanted to know, like, why did those red doors stop Obi-Wan from reaching Qui-Gon and then Darth Maul killed him? 
Like, the red doors make no fucking sense in Phantom Menace, but then you read a book, and it's like, oh, they're there to stop droids from getting into that room. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Totally need to know that, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, random little info, info like that is not in the movie, and it's going to be in books. And Abrams has already come out and said, like, yeah, she's Lando's daughter. And, yeah, the thing that Finn was going to tell Rey as they were dying was not a romantic confession. He was going to tell her, I think I'm Force-sensitive. Really? As they're drowning in quicksand, which is totally bullshit. He made that up afterwards because he realized, at least I think he made it up afterwards because he realized that he, he really screwed Poe over in this movie. But, because uh, it's totally, he was totally going to be like, I, I'm in love with you. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, like, why would he be so awkward about it afterwards? Yeah, if he's going to Force-sensitive. Oh, God, can we talk about that? All right. We showed up on this planet because we're tracking this last dude who was trying to find the fucking way to the Sith home world or whatever. Hey, we just happened to land on this planet during, like, it's one in every 40 year fucking celebration day. Everyone's happy and just go. It's like ham. Burning Man. It's like <laughs> basically like this planet's <laughs> Burning Man, all right? And then, I'm all, I'm all, this is a random fucking planet that no one's ever dealing with. Like, they're just out doing their shit way on the edge of the universe. And then they drop this line where they're just like, well, watch out for the First Order. Surely there's going to be spies at things like these. <laughs> and I'm like, if one in every 40 fucking years, and then, this is the best part, I'm like, all right, well, like, maybe, okay, that's clearly going to come up. So, like, maybe there's going to be, like, a suspicious-looking guy or whatever. Yeah. But the camera then is just like, and there's a stormtrooper in full fucking stormtrooper garb at Burning Man. And that's he's not just a like. spy. <laughs> no, that's what I said. And he's just like. Hey, yeah, they're here. And I'm like, bullshit. Like, you know, I mean, like, to be fair, if anyone doesn't understand espionage, it's probably the Empire. But, like, that's not a spy. Well, okay, I do want to actually use that moment to talk about something that I liked about the film. Um, because there's that one guy, and he kills him real quick. Or they kill him real quick. Um, but the, so <laughs> he's not... in one stormtrooper? There's just one stormtrooper there, <laughs> okay. they kill him real quick. Sure. The, the way they find them, actually, is, is Kylo Ren does this clever thing with the Force Bond. With, uh, with Rey. That was interesting. And that was taken from The Last Jedi, right? Yeah. Johnson introduced that. And I really liked everything they did with the Force Bond. Mm -hmm. um, the, him taking the necklace from her and then scanning it to find out where she is. Uh, the, the, the lightsaber fight in two different areas. It's very cool. Oh, dude, awesome. I mean, that was, yeah, that, that is one of the biggest fan I actually don't want to talk about that too much because I, I want to save that for Sam. Do you, can uh, I tell him about scary. the drop or no? What drop? Oh, the, the, the plot the twist? No, the, the lightsaber drop. Does she like Arya Stark it? Yeah, oh, yes, the yeah. famous 2019 that, sword uh, drop. Cool. It's like three or four times. No, <laughs> no, it, it's, it's dumb more. Like that? It's, it's it's more. She passes something to him. It, it's uh, it's fucking sick. It's dude. very. Cool. It's so good. In 100. percent That was my first thought when I watched that. I was just like, damn. They're just like, yo, everybody loved that fucking Arya Stark moment. Like, how do we do that? Really? I, I guess. I didn't think it's people not, liked not, the Arya Stark moment. I thought it was like very anticlimactic. Because Arya Stark awesome. doesn't. Really no, dude, cinematic with. Anyway. There's a million problems uh, <laughs> wrapped around that, but like yeah, we can just like, say it's just that like, shot it's was like, cool hey, as fuck. Cool. Here's sure. your yeah. fucking yeah. king of evil. He's like a We're fucking We're here to talk about no, no, the other shit. And shits. then I'm like, Lamau, that's your <laughs> fucking oldest trick in the book. And then we'll never ever fight a White Walker. Dude, don't gut me on that. Don't mm -hmm, again. Mm -hmm, cinematically, that shot was cool as fuck. I would I would like to talk a little bit about the fetch quest. Yeah. Specifically, perpetual the fetch, fetch quest that uh, swear to Christ, I swear to God, Ben, at that part where I'm like, okay, I know they're gonna do that. Oh, but when they yeah. pull okay. it out, I was so mad. Okay, it's in the goddamn ocean. <laughs> it okay. would move okay. a lot. So <laughs> okay, let me back up. So there is a fetch quest. So the the two thirds of this movie is a fetch quest to find a map to a map, right? Like that's basically what the movie's about. Um, but previously. There was another fetch quest that is barely mentioned in the film, but is like integral to the whole thing. I want to talk a little bit about the adventures of Ochi, the Jedi hunter, mm -hmm. because it's hilarious to me what happens to this guy. So Ochi- Is he like their Boba Fett? So here's the thing, plot, plot drop, twist, Rey is a Palpatine. Okay. Okay? Rey is Palpatine's granddaughter. Yep. So Palpatine's plan, this whole time, Palpatine's just been hanging on out in the secret Sith planet, 
Oh, so wait, did Palpatine lose his body? No, it's explained by Dominic Monaghan. Because somebody's just like, Palpatine's back, and he's just like, ah, oh, the Sith and their experiments and things that most wouldn't, like resurrection and cloning. Well, they're Explain. just theorizing. They're just theorizing. And Palpatine well, literally I mean, tells well, Kylo. Well, yeah, but then you've got Snoke's that, in a that, tube. That's like right. Darth literally Plague tells Kylo. Shit, like, where he was, like, fucking with life and shit. Like, it adds up. I right. Him. He tells them that, like, they're mysterious <laughs> to the dark side that none, not Do many it. people know. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I think it's better that they didn't explain it. Because whatever explanation they would have come up with. <laughs> stupid as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his plan is to get Kylo to him and tell Kylo to go kill Rey. And then Kylo will be the new Emperor of the Sith. Right? Um, that's in this movie, but previously he had another plan because he actually doesn't want to kill Rey. He wants to bring Rey to him to turn her into the Empress of the Sith. And so... No, to let him possess her. I don't think that's actually what he meant. I think that was a metaphor, but a lot of people are taking it literally because the Palpatine dialogue in this whole movie is weird. But But they specifically went out of their way. No. I'm pretty sure it was a metaphor because she was all the Jedi and he was all the Sith. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be a metaphor. But, um... Uh, so 15 years earlier, he sends this Jedi hunter to go find young Rey to bring him to her, or bring her to him. But this guy is named Ochi. He's supposed to be a Jedi hunter, but the dude doesn't know how to get to the Sith planet. So somehow Palpatine gives him this dagger, which will send him to the remains of the Death Star, which will then lead him to the Wayfinder that will send him to Exegol, the Sith planet, after he finds Rey. So this is the plan. Yeah, he doesn't know how to come back. And also, he gets to the planet where Rey's parents are, and then they like... That's what I want to cover next. So, So Ochi has this ship, right? It's got two big barrel engines on it. Rey sees it on Burning Man planet, and she's like, (laughs) I recognize that ship. And it's the same ship from her vision from Force Awakens flying away that her parents left in. It's like, okay... That's her parents' ship. And then they're like, no, actually, this is Ochi's ship, the Sith Hunter. Wait a minute. So that means that Ochi, oh, by the way, Rey's parents were the sons and daughters, or the son of Palpatine, and they sold her to alien Simon Pegg to hide her from Ochi. Okay, yeah, that adds up. Um, that seems fair. Like, I that's guess. Shit. <laughs> like, I mean, they do the same dumb shit. They're just like, oh, well, we'll just fucking throw Luke on a planet. Like out here, sure. yeah, so we'll never find road. him. And However, like Leia can go over there. Like I mean, if it's Ray, not, like, if Ray's vision of the past is to be believed, they sold her to Alien Simon Pegg while Ochi was there, and captured her parents and took off in a ship within sight of Ray, because she sees the ship leave, see and she's screaming for her parents. So Ochi doesn't have the thought to just turn towards the screaming child and go, "Is that Ray?" <laughs> Oh, no, yeah. he just takes the parents. They, it's straight up, like, he shows up, and he's just like, where's, where's the girl? And they're like, the she's, mom goes, she's, she's not gone. on Jakku. Yeah. She specifically says, she's not on Jakku. And, and then he's Ochi's like, response okay. is to kill the only witnesses he has. <laughs> he stabs them to death with the dagger that is supposed to be his map. And then he goes, oh, shit, my witnesses are dead. Well, they said she's not on Jakku, so I guess she must be on another desert planet. So he flies to Burning Man planet for no reason, <laughs> lands his ship there in the middle of the desert. He's not there to, like, he's clearly not there to, like, get supplies or anything because he lands in the middle of the desert. It's not, like, at a dock or anything like that. And then Ochi decides to take out his speeder. You know how speeders in Star Wars generally float? Yeah. We've always seen them floating, right? right? right. Except for in this movie, right before this scene, so this you see them right. with treads. The tread. And I believe it was to trick you, because otherwise this next part would not make any sense. <laughs> it's true. Ochi takes his speeder out, which is very clearly labeled a Sith speeder for some reason. He takes it out of the ship. <laughs> he puts it on the. He puts it on the sand. It's not floating. He puts it on the sand, and then he gets on it, and then he sinks into quicksand and dies. That is the story of Ochi. So he's Boba Fett, pretty he's much. He's so like, stupid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's he, supposed to be a badass, and then he just shows up and dies, like, in an accident. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, well, don't he's, like, a little into a story like right, that, he's but a very think small about it, block. his story is so stupid. But it sets up everything. Right. Now, can, because... we, can we talk about who made the fucking dagger? Okay. Oh, yeah, somebody... the other thing about the dagger. Dude, oh, my God. All right, so here's the deal. 
Apparently, there are only two, and they really want to hammer this in. There are two magical triangles that will take you <laughs> to the Sith homeworld. It's pretty much like the compass and Jack Sparrow, the Black Pearl. Right. Shit. Also, yeah. everyone has the adapter to make this ship plug into their ship, okay? Despite spanning wired. all yeah. of time, it's, it's you universal. just throw it's a like quarter inch into that weird bitch. crypto device, works. but like just yeah. a USB. Like. Yeah, basically. And so, so what, what it is is one of these is on the Death Star, okay? Sure. So after the Death Star exploded into a million goddamn pieces, which we've <laughs> already seen, for some reason, a good old chunk of it landed in the ocean of this one planet. Somebody then went and was like, somebody's gonna want that magical triangle. And instead of moving it or doing anything, I'm gonna stand on this ridge and from here, I'm going to calculate exactly or approximately where that would be. And then I'm going to make a dagger. Okay? <laughs> that lines that up perfectly with aligns up with the broken form of the Death Star, which again is in the fucking ocean. So it would never stay still. And then he. Maybe so the plant's real good at it. It would. Come on. And so, like, and he's holding it. And this, this was the part that I just, like, rolled my eyes into the back of my head. They're like, wait a minute. This dagger's a little oddly shaped. Oh. And it starts lining up. And then they notice that there's a little gold piece. And they're like, wait a minute. And they pull it out. And it's got a little, it's like a little compass. It's in the hilt. And it makes a little X that then points. It marks the spot. To the exact the spot, spot. where the is. And guess what? It was in Emperor Palpatine's room. Yeah. Another thing about that. No shit! I know he needs a dagger. It's like, oh, it's on the Death Star? Yeah, it's probably in the both, fucking Sorcerer both, of All Evil's place. Bo yeah. Both sides <laughs> of the dagger are the same. So yes! they could have accidentally flipped it upside down and pointed to the completely wrong place. And it still would have <laughs> been funny. Should have done that. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so so we're, we're running out of time, but I want, I want to hit a couple of so real quick more. points. Um, <laughs> we, 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 so bad. Yeah. I'm the spy. Quick reactions to that. Yeah. I'm the spy. Yeah. Oh god, I was I fine with that. That just sounds bad. It, yeah. just, it You'll have to watch it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's honestly care. really as funny. As long as I don't know Kylo Ren loses. <laughs> um, uh, so the end of the movie when there's the big ship, the big fleet, um, I thought it didn't quite work. I thought we needed a civilian perspective in order for that to work. And I believe Carrie Russell's character was supposed to be that civilian perspective where it was like, the, the people who didn't come to help last movie go through an arc where, okay, now they're gonna come to help. And that, I guess that was supposed to be your arc, but it happens like in one scene. Yeah. Tell them that it's our last hope or whatever the fuck she's, and then it's just like, and then suddenly like all of the universe is like, all right, you know, fine, this time we got we'll do you, dog. Lando, right. yeah, like, Lando should run everything because he just magically unites the entire universe in like five minutes. Dude. He's charismatic. He yeah, is. He's a pretty and, cool but, dude. Dude, man, it was so like, it's so like you're really happy to see him, but then also like, dude, he's so fucking old. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like, ah, oh, he's great. He is, but like, there are some moments where he's just sure. like, and he's just like, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on, but he's really happy. <laughs> he's having like, a good time. He's having a good time. I, and there's another shot where I they're just like, Lando. They have Lando they have the council around, and they have clearly masked the wheelchair that he is sitting in. <laughs> um, and it's just like, and then also there's this line at the end. So the, the character that. Uh, basically, it's an escaped stormtrooper that is miraculously it's also on the planet Finn, where the Death Star crashes. Them. Yes, <laughs> Finn finds this a whole race of nomadic people who are all escaped clones, uh, and then this mm, one girl, stormtroopers. stormtroopers. Yes, but whatever. Um, yeah, a lot of and he play. finds this one girl anyway. So she comes with yeah, them, and they sense. have this whole thing. And then at the very, very end, uh, she's just like uh, something about her parents. Like I never knew who my parents were. And then he turns her, and it's supposed to be a, a little nod that hey. It's actually his daughter, and like that. That let's works. Go find, let's go the find universe. out. Right, and he just goes, "Well, let's go find out, <laughs> like who her dad yes. is or whatever." And I was just like, "No, <laughs> like weird." I don't think that was so, like, but like, so, oh man, it, it, does, seems it like, does kind of feel like okay. the direction to him wasn't quite clear enough, and he was like, "Oh, so I'm doing my Lando thing with a woman." Right, right, right. And then JJ was like, "No, that's your daughter." <laughs> I was like, "Well, too late." Oh, well, like, before we run out, well, of, time out of time here, <laughs> let me get some questions in. How how much Luke is there? He's got two scenes. Little yeah, bit of little, Luke. Little, little, just little. Does he do anything sweet? No. How are the I Force like ghosts? The, or they do they do the literally anything? So so the Force, force ghosts show up. Do we kinda. see Qui Gon? Uh, no. Or anyone? Is but it here. Just but there's this really Yoda? cool scene. 
the the, cool. I the cameos one. I think were well done. I think overall the cameos and and the Jedi coming together to help Rey was well done. I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. The whole <laughs> confrontation with Rey and Palpatine makes no sense. Awesome. He's like awesome. he's like you will strike me down and become the new Sith or whatever. And I'm like you will but, strike me but down and become. If she kills him, <laughs> she can just leave. Right? Well, no. See, like, and that's and this is why I think the, why people are taking it literally. Because right, because it makes no like, sense otherwise. Yeah, because well, he's but like, then why would he if tell you her that? me down, then I will possess your body and I will become the Empress of the Sith or whatever. And, you're, and then she's just like, I'm glad he's so gender fluid, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Even if we're going to do a takeaway, this old man being <laughs> accepted. But so instead, also instead, with someone at some point. Whoa, that's ages ago. ages ago. But she but does. Fine. Well, no, so, no. And this is what the thing is they loophole it. She doesn't, he kills himself on the lightning that he could turn off at any moment. Which, by the she, way, <laughs> she crosses the sabers and he's like, happens, happens, and then she's just like, that I'm gonna like, keep pushing it. And he's like, oh God, I'm starting to melt, but I can't stop. Wait, like, that happens just, again? Mace Windu yeah. do that yeah, to yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know to stop this because Mace did this to me and I used that in my favor in Revenge of the Sith to trick Anakin into killing him. So yep. he clearly knows how this works. Right. But yeah, also, he also, blew himself up. So this did anybody loophole. notice that Force Lightning blows up ships except for when it doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> like, early on the okay, film, I'm gonna have to go see instantly. this movie. It seems like there's plenty <laughs> yeah, of fun yeah, shit yeah. to talk about. Um, yeah. Also, just last thing I do want to mention. He does say, do it, by the way. Yeah, Palpatine says several Palpatine memes. Yep. <laughs> um, I last, <laughs> last, last thing he I- ever Darth Plagueis us, like, or anything? What do you mean? Is he even mentioned? Because that's like the one of the fucking biggest prequel memes. The story of Darth Plagueis. Oh, actually, that's the dark, that, that's the thing, that is his excuse for being alive. Yeah, which it, it, should, it should be, that makes perfect sense. It's the like, same quote that he was talking about with Darth Plagueis. Oh, and they, like, so they do, they prequel it? Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yep. Totally, 100%, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie um, in less grade. So the, the one thing that I really dislike about this film is, is everybody complains about Broom Boy in Last Jedi. I don't complain about it. I like Broom Boy. Well, okay, a lot of people complain about The one they show the ring to? They give him the ring? They give the ring, and then he first... That's of the Rings. Fucking Broom That's Frodo. <laughs> no, but Broom Boy... He moves the, the broom, and it implies that he's Force-sensitive. And there was a lot of people who were like, also, but, this is like, dumb. Can we talk and, about and how you're on Slave and have why. jewelry? And you're like, dude, they're going to notice this, like, immediately. Dog, you're a fucking slave job. Well, a lot of people a lot of people complain about it, and I didn't quite understand why. And I think I get it now. So this movie reintroduces the idea that the force is genetic, right? It's all about your family, which everybody seemed to want. Like everybody wanted Ray to be somebody, even though that was kind of the genesis of her character. She's Palpatine. I also thought everybody hated the idea of midichlorians, but they. This is the same thing. Oh yeah, like. Her being a Palpatine just reinforces the idea of midichlorians, so I don't. I mean, get the I mean, it would. Aside from the midichlorian thing, it would make sense that people who are very strong with the Force, like, would pass on whatever it is. That sure, it but do. the idea that seemed to be introduced in both Force Awakens and Last Jedi is that anybody can use the Force, um, even a nobody like Rey, and that was what drove Kylo crazy. Yeah. Like, there's that whole scene with a lightsaber. Yeah. Where at, in Force Awakens with uh, Anakin's lightsaber and he, right. Kylo believes that belongs to him right. because he has earned it because of his bloodline. Right. But Ray uses it, even though she's nobody, and that drives him crazy. Well, it turns like, out he was right. Well, it seems really crazy to me because now Jedi is like a master race thing. It's <laughs> like, yeah, you I mean, are, well, if you can only be a Jedi if you are special. We were so close to the end of this episode without dropping that. Well, no, that's, just really, that's what they're setting yeah, up. No, like, I mean, it yeah. kind of always like, has been. Like, even even in, I think this will probably be post-show, but even Mandalorian with the baby Yoda and shit is like, is, this is clearly a race thing. Well, and now I kind of <laughs> get why. You remember when people, when there were so many weird complaints about Finn being a black stormtrooper and, like, you know, Rose and, and and things like that, and like oh, a woman can't be. a Are Jedi. you saying it's secretly an alt right no, no, story? No, 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 no. Hang on. <laughs> oh. Hang on. A lot of people were were wondering why, where did this fan base come from? This like racist sort of fan base. It comes from eugenesis. Because <laughs> the villains of Star Wars are Nazis. Yeah. So why yeah, would people who kind of align with that sort of viewpoint like Star Wars? I was like, well, it is about a master race. 
Mm. So maybe this, this is, is the time. best hot take of 2020 I've heard so far. So yeah. early. And Ben, you're a big Star Wars fan. I am. <laughs> I'm really weird about this. Star Wars is fucking alt right. Well, I do Crazy. think I do think uh, Red Letter Media has made a point of saying that they think that Star Wars is limited, um, and I kind of disagree with that. I don't think Star Wars is limited. I think the Force is because mm. we've just seen the same thing over and over. And yeah. I think we need to get yeah, away they're from healing that. people. That's how Mandalorian now. works. Yeah. They're healing people now. Well, it's as a force. But I actually really like that. I think that was a really nice touch for for Ben to kind of do exactly what Anakin was trying to do, <laughs> but he did it selflessly. Yeah. Like the idea was like Anakin tried to keep his wife alive for selfish reasons. Right, right. Ben tried to keep Ray alive for selfless reasons. Right. And so it worked. I thought that was a nice little wrap up. Now that we have two minutes left, can we completely diverge and spend one minute? on the movie I went and saw over Christmas. Let's go. We have Posha. Knives Out, which absolutely fucking claps. I haven't so seen it. Good. Heard it was really Johnson. good. It is Way fantastic. to go, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. But that was all I had to say about Great that. Movie. We can do We can do uh, fucking <laughs> Mandalorian, Mandalorian here in Posha. You've seen that, right? Oh, yeah. I finished that. Okay, good. I guess there's one thing. I don't care. Hey, thanks for watching. Happy New Year. Yes. Okay, bye. <laughs> Use hashtag Death Battle Cast. Jesus is right. Hashtag is Star Wars alt-right. <laughs> Nope, and don't do that motion. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Cut the feed. It wasn't when he first did it. The elbow never locked. <laughs>